Welcome to the podcast, Life Lessons from Travels Off the Beaten Path. Hi, my name is Justine Murray, and I'm also known as Lighter Step Justine, as we strive to step lightly across the earth and only leave footprints. This podcast is about the life lessons I've learned as a traveler, particularly when I decided to step off the beaten path. Mostly this occurred in the non-digital era when there was no internet or mobile phones. My sometimes bizarre and always unforgettable adventures around the globe, often as a solo woman traveller, gave me great insight into living a fulfilled life, blessed with all my senses, to enjoy the wonders the world has to offer. From wildlife encounters, to midnight crashes, to dodging stalkers and trekking with tribes, to travelling with a child and around work commitments. I will entertain you with my stories and what each adventure has taught me, along with some general travel and life wisdom along the way. I also will be bringing in other travellers who can captivate us with their own travel stories and the life lessons they have learned. So tune in to me each week and let's get entertained with travel. Okay, today is episode 50. Now, as I've said previously, I normally would get someone in to interview However, today's episode coincides with International Women's Day and I thought I'd celebrate it by publishing this episode, this special episode of 50, uh, by talking about travelling solo as a woman. Now, if you've been following my podcast for a while, you would know that I've already done quite a lot of travelling as a sole traveller, including off the beaten track, you know, and off the regular tourist paths. I've been through much of Africa by myself. I've backpacked through there. I've hitchhiked. I've been by myself in Europe, travelling to different countries and having a look. And, of course, I've travelled different places in in Asia and Canada and and, and America, the United States, and also uh, Central America. And so while I'm going to be concentrating on women today because it's International Women's Day, a lot of the tips and I'm going to bring up will also relate to men traveling on their own uh, but there's just a few little things that that with women they have to be just a little bit more careful so there are many benefits of traveling alone and obviously the biggest one is you travel where you want to there's no one to tell you that they want to go here even if you don't want to do it you, you do what you like And you also go when you want to go. You don't have to wait for others to save up money uh, or coincide with different events. You travel when you want to or when you've got enough money and when you've got the time to do it. And you can stay however long you want. So there's no compromising to the wishes of other travellers. You just do what you want. It's your own agenda and whatever tickles your fancy 
And with that, it also allows you, because you're traveling alone, it allows you to meet more people because you're more receptive to people. When people see you traveling alone, they're more inclined to talk to you. And so you often get invited to more experiences. That definitely happened with me. I was many times I was invited to go to people's places and and have a meal with them. And I believe if I was with a group of people, that would not have happened. You can also extend or shorten your trip as you want to, depending on where you are and what you want to do. You might like a place and decide you want to stay longer at a place. Or you might decide you don't like it, even though you may have planned to stay there for a week, but you didn't like it, so you leave after two days. It's whatever you want. It's a great way of traveling. And it allows you to be more adventurous. So... Sometimes when you're with others and if they're not as adventurous as you, then they hold you back because they don't want to do those sorts of things. Whereas with, if you want to do it and you've got the funds, you can just book it and do it. And as I said, when you meet more people, you're open to dialogue with others. People are more inclined to talk to you and because you've got no one else to talk to, you will talk to them. So that's just some of the benefits. But of course, along with benefits, there's also some negatives with traveling by yourself as a woman. And one of the biggest ones is you're more of a target. Now, but that can be said in two ways you know it's a two ways for thing you can be a target because you're by yourself but you can also be a target when you're with a group now i saw in a number of occasions for example in nairobi if you were with a group and you weren't you tended to lower your guard down and you tended to be more susceptible to pickpocketers and things like that because you weren't really watching what was happening whereas if you're by yourself you're much more aware but being by yourself, you don't have that backup and that security of a group and you can become a target in itself as well. And it can be lonely, especially with extended stays. Now, I experienced experience this quite a number of times in my travels. In being by myself was, was wonderful and I had all those advantages, but I had no one to share it with a lot of the times. And it, I really was really nice to sh- when I did have friends with me to share it with them but then they go home and that's where you meet people you get on really well with them and you have a great time and then they've only got a short time to stay so they they leave you and uh, you have to say goodbye and that's just that's another downside of it that you're always saying goodbye to people you meet there's less opportunity to go out at night. As a woman, I suggest you do not go out at night. It is just not safe. You you cannot really see around you. And we all know, even in our own hometowns and cities, you're more at risk going out at night. So when you're traveling and you don't know the areas, don't go out at night by yourself. 
And regardless whether it's day or night, you must always be aware of your surroundings and be on alert. Be be aware of what's happening around you. You know, when I was in Nairobi, I was always 360 degrees watching what was around. You know, I'd walk on the road and just dodge the cars rather than walk in the footpath. And I'd see people be walking in the footpath and they'd be surrounded by people so they couldn't, they couldn't keep an eye around them and then they'd be pushed to the ground and they'd get up. By the time they got up, they found that they'd find their bag or they'd been pickpocketed and they've got nothing left. So always be around, be aware of your surroundings. And that means you've got to focus on your security all the time, night and day, basically 24-7. You've got to be aware. You've got to be sleeping with your personal gear on you and just be aware of who's there, what potential risks there are, and how you can compensate that risk to reduce the risk. And part of that is is things like getting an individual room and just so you can lock the door and feel more secure. But, of course, that's always a higher expense, having an individual room. And, you know, if you're travelling with friends or with others, you can split the costs for a room, whereas here you've got to pay for it all yourself. So it's definitely more expensive travelling alone. And one thing that I found was a real downside of travelling alone, which was back in in the era when we didn't have digital cameras or anything like this we had um just the slrs and there was a bit of a disadvantage when you it was a lot harder to take a selfie so most of the, most of my shots i've got i've got very few shots of me in the photo uh it was mainly just landscapes and and still you know the beautiful scenery but very few pictures of me experiencing that whereas now with your smartphones and your digital cameras it's so easy to take selfies and and be be always in the picture to a point that there's probably too many photos of you in the in the pictures yeah so that that was that's probably gone that particular downside but it was um definitely something to that was a problem at the time. And, and I look back at it now and I think I, I wish I had some photos of me actually being at that place just to show that I actually went to went there, uh, especially when I, you know, I'm putting these blogs together, etc. It would be nice to have pictures of me in there enjoying the scenery and it, it was really hard to get them. So given that I've just told you about the pros and cons of travelling, I still recommend it. Why wait for someone and wait for the perfect person to travel with? You may be missing out. You know, I've already uh, talked about in my episodes of how many countries that I've been through that are now got closed borders because it's internal conflict. How many places you can't travel anymore. So don't wait. Don't wait for others. Just travel yourself. It's so much, these days, it's so much easier. So let me give you some tips on traveling. 
by yourself, especially as a woman. So number one, be open to adventure. Wherever you travel, be open to adventure. So I suggest you always have the first one or two nights accommodation sorted when you fly into a new destination. But then after that, you know, in those two days, you can get the feel for the land and get a bit of understanding of where you are, the city you're in and how it works and all that. And then after those two days, you can you can go with the flow. You can stay where you are or you can, or you can move on to other places. You know, for example, with my trip to Egypt, and you know, I was going to, you know, I had booked two days at a hotel in Cairo and then I was going to go down south. I hadn't booked anything. I was going to go down to the Valley of the Kings and I was warned not to go down there. And so I ended up spending a week with a Egyptian family beside the pyramids and had the most wonderful time experiencing Ramadan while I was um, living with this family. And by that time I'd sort of, you see, I'd spent two days in Cairo walking around, seeing how I felt as a solo traveller, as a woman traveller. I was harassed. I was, um, you know, flashed at and that. Uh, but then I found these two young lads. This is episode two, I think, if you want to catch up on that. And I was able to feel comfortable. I went to a place where we didn't have that and it was um, so much more comfortable and a really enjoyable experience which opened my eyes and changed my way of traveling forever from then so tip number two know your currency exchange rates even before you get there so again it's easy now the smartphone you can check it and so you're not trying to gravel with when you're buying something say at a market or something like this you know what to spend and Never carry around big wads of money uh, and advertise your money and flick through and be confused because people, I've seen it, people, tourists are there trying to work it out and the vendor in the market goes, that's the right amount and grabs the whole heap. There's way too much and they're gone and you can't get your money back. So make sure, I always made sure I carried my main, like my cards or the big money on my body you know, say a money sleeve or something like this. But then I just had a small purse with spending money, which was only small. So if I lost it, it didn't matter so much or someone stole it. And that's what I'd use to to make my purchases so I wasn't as vulnerable because you, when you're sorting money, it's a bit hard to watch your back as well. And ladies... Leave your expensive jewellery at home. You wear expensive jewellery, you just flag to everyone all the thieves that you got money and and you're there for the picking. So don't wear jewellery. You know, I've heard stories of people getting their earrings ripped out of their ears or necklaces ripped off their necks and all this. Don't, I mean, sure, jewellery as far as the cheap uh, tourist trinkets that you pick up, that's, no one's going to touch it. They they understand that they're worthless. But the you know the, if you got the the heavy gold jewelry or the heavy silver jewelry and the opals and all that, leave them at home. It's not worth it I'm, unless you're going to a five star resort 
or hotel, then yes, that's the perfect place for them, but not when you're traveling off the beaten path. Tip number four, be mindful of your surroundings. Always keep an eye out of what's happening around you 360 degrees. I found it easy. I'm an ecologist by profession, so I'm always looking around me. So where the the time when I was followed in Nairobi, I was aware of it within five minutes of him following me. I knew he was there. And then I went and sat in a, in a restaurant and every time he stuck his head out, I waved at him. <laughs> and uh, he, he gave up pretty quick. So, But know, know what's around you. Learn the landmarks. Learn, get that feel for the place and don't look lost. Don't be sitting there looking at a map. Be um, be aware of where you, where you want to go and what you want to do, and make sure you you can see. So you can you can immediately see. So for example, if you're walking, you can see there's people on the on the side of the street, and they you know they're looking like they they want to cause a bit of trouble. You know to cross that street or or go down go another way rather than um you know it's just stumbling into them and then having a bit of problems be watchful now when you're traveling it's it's great to talk to people all the time and meet new people and all that but watch what you say to them keep your privacy you know enjoy your travel stories that's the best thing about traveling and meeting people but don't share your details don't these days, you know, we check in everywhere on our smartphones, on Facebook and other, you know, don't tell them where you're staying. Say what what city you're in, but don't say the hotel and or the restaurant. Just keep the details and don't, when you're having conversation, don't tell everyone about everything and about your families and all that. You, you know, it's not necessary unless you... You meet people and you've known them for a long time. Don't share your personal details. You never know how quickly people's personal identification is stolen. Just be wary. Now, number six is a big one. Watch your food and drink and don't leave anything unattended. Unfortunately, there are still times where people's Food or drinks get spiked so they can rob you later on or worse still, kidnap you. Don't leave anything unattended. If you've got to go somewhere, take your drink with you. This is why I say don't go out at night and don't drink or anything. Now, it is really hard, this one, because... There's been many occasions that I was invited, as I said, I was invited in to share a meal and uh, or um, have a few beers, local beers with with people. But I suppose I always let my intuition tell me. And, you know, I, could, I got a feeling very quickly because I'm very aware of my surroundings and my personal space. And so I was very quick to, to suss out how 
how it was. And, and of course, I was lucky too that nothing really happened. Uh, so just you don't want to miss those opportunities where people want to share a meal and everything. It's wonderful. But you, you, you work out quickly in a way who's genuine and who's not. I'll talk about that in a little minute. Um, most important things to protect, I would say, is first one is your passport and your vaccination records. Your second one is your credit cards and your third is your money. Now, everything else can be replaced. And, I mean, they can be replaced too, but it's going to be a little bit more challenging in a foreign place to replace and it take a lot longer to replace your passport and your vac vaccination records are even harder and your credit cards and everything. So make sure you keep them safe, either carrying them hidden on your body somewhere in different places or in a in a safe back of the hotel, a, a proper safe. Uh, yeah, look after them. Now, don't get lapsed in security. Always be aware, especially in shared accommodation. Often we when we're in a shared accommodation we tend to relax more than we're on the street and an example of this is in hostels you think you're safe you're with all these fellow young travelers and you think you're safe now I've had majority of things that's ever been stolen from me in my travels is at a hostel so don't drop your guard down lock your stuff up and keep them safe and especially there's been instances happened to me and I've saw it happen to others that people have gone in people have been sleeping there's soul travelers that have anyone to look after them they're sleeping on a bed and someone has walked off the street pretended they've known that person and gone in and taken stuff out of their bag like their their wallet or so and it happened to me too don't sleep sleep with it on you sleep it i used to put it in the in my pillowcase of my pillow so if anyone's going to try and get it they're going to wake me up and this was the hostels where you think you're safe it's always good potentially to learn a bit of self-defense before you go so if you get in a situation you can fight your way out of it it's not hard to learn a few techniques. It doesn't take that long. And, of course, when you are travelling, make sure you research the area where you're travelling to. Research the customs to make sure you're dressing correctly, especially in Islamic countries. Make sure you're covering up. And in cultures that don't, that don't expose flesh, it's so much easier if you're travelling by yourself to follow the custom and you won't be singled out you won't you won't stand out and you can blend in and enjoy it standing out is not fun anywhere you go all right avoid people actively seeking you out or targeting targeting you now that they nearly always have their own agenda they want to sell you something or they want to get money off you or sometimes it's even a little bit more sinister um, unfortunately but 
if they're really pushy and they trying to get your attention, steer clear of them. They're, you don't want to get caught up in that. However, if you meet people and it's very casual and informal and they're happy to meet you but they're not pushing anything, they're not demanding, they're not anything and they feel very genuine, you, you meet them too and it's a wonderful experience. Make sure you, you, you listen to your gut and you, and you, people, people want to meet people from other countries. They're excited to meet them. They want them to learn. They want to practice their English on you. But it's so much different to someone saying, come and I'll take you on a, on a trip somewhere. Or I'll, I'll, I'll come and I'll do something. You have to be very careful there. Um. As I've said, don't go out at night alone. It's just not worth it, not worth your life. Also, don't drink or take drugs when you're alone. You want to be 100% all your senses working. You do not want to be intoxicated or on drugs because, you know, is it worth your life? Probably not. And I've, this has come up a few times, rely on your intuition. What what does it feel? What's your gut saying? If your gut's saying something is not right, listen to it. Don't worry about you hurt someone's feelings or anything like this. Go with your gut. Go with that intuition. It's it's With me, it's been 100% correct. When I haven't followed it, I have paid the penalty afterwards. Every time I have, I've been lucky to get out of places. So stick to your intuition this is every day not even traveling but when you're traveling anywhere you go walk with confidence be assured you know where you're going you're not looking for directions you're you're confident you're a strong person and you're aware of your surroundings and you can look after yourself and that sends us a, a clear signal to people that you can look after yourself and you're not a target, you're not a victim. So, And it all starts with your posture, your walk with confidence. Don't walk with your headphones in. You really need to know what's happening. You've got to be able to listen. I tell this to my kids all the time. Don't walk down the street with your headphones in. You don't know if someone's coming behind you. Be aware and act Act strong, even if you don't feel it, act strong. And lastly, make sure, regardless of all this, I've tried not to paint too bleak a picture, you know, things you have to be careful about, but look around you and enjoy your experience. I see so many people when they're travelling, they spend the whole time behind their camera or on their smartphone taking selfies and not absorbing the, the atmosphere and enjoying the landscape, enjoying the whole point of traveling and, and being there, or you know, always with the friends and not venturing out your friends. You travel alone, you get more, you get more exposure to where you're going and what you're doing and what you're seeing. So enjoy it and as long as you're careful and you follow those tips and you just, there's no, 
there's nothing wrong with traveling alone actually it's fantastic and you know i'm as you know i'm completely converted i've traveled everywhere and i'm still here today i've backpacked i've hitchhiked i've done so much crazy things i think now and go how did that happen but people actually majority of people are are good people and they want you the best for you and so they you know I used to find they went out of their way because they couldn't believe I was traveling alone they'd go out of their way to help me and get me to my next place or let me stay the night or so you know majority of people are wonderful people and they love to share and they love to share your life and hear your stories and and tell their stories and they're so interested when you show interest in their culture cities you always have to be a bit more careful it's this is the same as our in our own country cities tends to get people with uh in the lower socioeconomic areas with no jobs and limited resources uh so there's crimes higher so you have to be a lot more careful in cities but in a lot of, when you go out of the cities into the country towns and the villages all around the world you'll find genuine people that open their doors and love you to be around them and enjoy it so what's stopping you international women's day time to to glorify being a, whim, a woman and enjoying it and with no barriers you can do anything you want and that includes traveling by yourself in so many places around the world and just having the time in your life i certainly did you can listen to my episodes on this podcast and you can hear all the adventures I've had you know they've been ups and downs and all sorts of things but I've definitely got stories to tell and I would never I don't regret any of it so enjoy being a woman and for the men out there enjoy yourself also as as a traveler and take these tips and have a great time traveling and i'd love to hear your stories as well i'll catch you next time bye-bye like always i want to leave you with a thought to consider what is your environmental and cultural footprint when you travel how are you showing up to the country and the culture you are showing up with to make a better interaction for all concerned leaving the environment as you found it reducing your impact on local resources and cultures to come out with such a positive outlook for both the local population and environment and yourself. Okay, please follow my podcast if you're enjoying what you are hearing and share it to others so they too may be inspired. I'll catch you next time.